0: All right, if you have your Bibles, uh, go ahead and turn with me this morning to, chapter, or to Luke, chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. Luke, chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. Please stand with me as we go into the Word of God, as we read God's Word this morning. This is what it says. Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the one who will eat at the feast of the kingdom of God. Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servants to tell those who had been invited to come for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have just bought a field and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke and of oxen and I am on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I just got married, so I can't come the servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant, go out quickly into the streets and the alleys of the town and bring in the poor and the crippled and the blind and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you have ordered has already been done, but there is still room. Then the master told his servant, Go out to the roads, the country lanes, and compel them to come in, so that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. Let's pray. Dear heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Father, that you have prepared a table. You have prepared a banquet. And Father, you invite us in, all of us, to come in and to dine at your table. Father, you have a seat reserved for us. I pray, Holy Spirit that you will come this morning, that you will speak this into each of our lives. I pray that you would speak this into the lives of our mothers. Father, I pray that we would know, that we would leave here today encouraged, that we have been given a seat at your table. We ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. A few weeks ago, um, I was contacted by a lady. Her name is Dana. And Dana is... um, someone who helps lead at the Theological Seminary in Kansas City. And Dana had heard of me through uh, Mallory Seaman. Uh, Her used to be Mallory Casey, who was one of our former teens. And uh, she just knew that I was in ministry here at Marshfield. And she just kind of reached out to me, which was really, really amazing because I have prayed for years that um, someone might be able to kind of come in and and help mentor me and teach me in ministry. And so for someone to just call you out of the blue and say, hey, I would like to mentor you. It was really a neat experience for me. And so I went and I met with Dana. And she and I talked about several things that day and she was so encouraging to me. And she made a very simple statement that I don't, I don't know it that it was overly significant to her, but it was like God himself spoke this into my life. It was something that I needed to hear so much. And Dana simply said, she said, Selena, you have a seat at the table. And a few weeks later, Pastor Brian came to me and he asked me if I would be willing to speak on Mother's Day, and of course I was excited and I said, yes, I would love to. And so I began to pray about what the Lord would have me to share today on Mother's Day. And immediately, I mean, almost within the same breath, the same thought process, this same sentence came into my mind. You have a seat at the table. And so because this is Mother's Day, of course, I began thinking a little bit about my own mother and my own mother's table, and I'm, I'm very honored to have my mom here with me today, and I, I don't, you know, you can, I don't want to embarrass her or anything like that, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm glad that she's here with us today, and I am honored to have her, and I have a picture um, This is actually my mom's table, and this is not the house I grew up in. This is the house that my mom and dad live in now, but it's probably 30-plus years, and here we're enjoying a meal with our family. And when I think about my mom's table and all of the things that happen around that table, and I want to invite you this morning to kind of think about growing up or maybe your life now as a mom and the things that happen around the table. And so I started going through some pictures and I, I began looking for pictures of people that I know, that I love, that have been part of my life who are gathered around a table. Uh, the picture on top, this was this summer when we traveled to Africa, and these were some new friends we made. These were actually some of our Nazarene friends. Um, Uh, pastors and missionaries that we met. And so around the table, you make new friends. Around the table, you try new things. This is uh, me and some of the teens eating an African meal that was prepared for us, literally on the ground at at the work site where we were helping. And it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. They had a, a little American coffee table where they put all of the food, and we all gathered in a huge circle around this little table and we tried new things together. Around the table, you stay united. Uh, This is a picture, John and I had gone to Mid-America last year, and and these are all students that are attending Mid-America right now, and we love to go and take students out to eat, and so I think there were about 11 that were able to come that day, and we gathered around the table. We stayed united with one another around the table. This larger picture with the red cups, That is at one of our teen girls' encounters, relentless. I think you can kind of see Morgan Weatherly in that picture and Jamie's back there in the back. And around the table we come and we serve others. We learn from each other. This is actually the table in our house, uh, the dark wooden table. And the first Monday night of every month, we meet with our fusion leadership team. And we discuss things and we talk and we plan, but first we come to the table. We sit around the table and we learn from one another. Also around the table, we support each other. This other picture is a couple of years ago when I was um, ordained and there was a terrible storm that night and not very many people were able to come. And so it meant so much to me. The, the few people, mostly our teens, that were able to come and, and they sat around that table with me and I knew that they supported me around the table. Around the table, you grow up. Think about all of the birthday pictures, all of the birthday celebrations that have happened around the table. This first picture was when we first moved into our home and Krina was probably about six years old and here we are at the same table about five years later selling another, uh, celebrating another birthday because around the table, you grow up. Around the table, you play together. This bottom picture is taken at Christmas at Granny Brenda's house, and I don't know how well you can see the expression on her face, but she is very serious about this game. And uh, Maddie has her elf ears on that she received from Brenda at Christmas that year, and we're playing games. And up in the top corner, that was at NYI convention that some of our teens, former teens, gathered around the table. Because around the table, we come and we play. And around the table, you belong even if it's the kids' table, right? This is also at Christmas and a picture that was taken several years ago and a picture that was taken recently. And you still come each year and you gather around the same table because you know that around the table, there's a place where you belong. Around the table, you talk it out. I tell you what, at our house, we have an island in our kitchen. And if that island could talk, if it could, the stories it could tell... The, the, the things that have been discussed and the, 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 the issues that we have hashed out around that table. And this is just some of our teens um, gathered around the table because around the table is where you talk it out. Hey, at our house, around the table, you eat and you eat well. And these are some of our teens gathered in different scenarios at camp and at my mom's house. And I think the other one's probably coming home from an empower. John Vanotes got some noodles coming in his mouth there. And we were eating. So around the table, you gather and you eat. You are fed around the table. Around the table, you come together. And so I, I love this picture over on this side. This is at Brenda's house. Um, oftentimes on Sunday evenings, we'll go over and we'll have popcorn. And we just all come together. And, you know, they talk about that. Uh, we, they said that the, the dad is the head of the household and the mom is the heart. You know, often they say the, the kitchen is the head of the home. And uh, we know that the mom (laughs) is the heart of the kitchen. And so you can see Brenda kind of there in the middle and just everyone gathered around and coming together. And this other picture is some of our teens coming together. Karen is the young lady that you see smiling so big. She's from another town. She's actually from Pittsburgh. And when she comes over, man, we gather around the table because around the table, you come together. You celebrate around the table. Uh, This is a picture of Jamie several years ago when she was getting ready to welcome um, Eli. And we had had a celebration for her, a shower. This other picture is is a celebration that our junior high students threw for Morgan. They were celebrating her birthday. And around the table, you prepare. These are some of our teens. Some of them are grown now. Many of these teens you see in these pictures gathered around these tables are now leaders, whether they're leading here or they're leading in another congregation somewhere. Because when you come around the table, you prepare for life. I thought this picture was kind of funny. It says, if you don't eat this, I am going to scream. And this would be me at my house oftentimes. I, you know... When I grew up, my mom was an excellent cook. And everything she cooked, I looked forward to eating. And I loved coming to my mom's table and eating her food. And I like to think that I too am a pretty good cook, but apparently not. Because my family, <laughs> if I, I have about four meals, that they will get excited about. And if I veer outside of those four or five meals, they look at me like I am serving them that's something that is completely not edible. And I shared this picture this morning because I think about moms. And if anybody knows anything about the table, it's a mom. Because, you know, a mom, man, she can set the table. She can decorate the table beautifully. She can clear the table. She can prepare the food for the table. She can clean the table. Man, if you give her some a pickup, she can go pick out a table and haul it home, and you know, I mean, we can we can do anything when it comes to preparing and setting the table. But I think sometimes as moms, the thing that's hardest for us is to take our seat at the table. You know, I remember growing up, and still to this day, my mom was always the last one to sit down at the table. We would all be sitting at the table and she would just be running around and working and finishing up, finishing the last few dishes. And we'll be like, mom, come to the table. She's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. You know? It's funny, Brenda is the same. Oftentimes on Sundays we go to Brenda's house and she prepares, she will cook for 20, 30 people on Sundays and she just works and works and works and we just eat and eat and talk and fellowship. And after we are all done eating almost every Sunday without fail, you'll see this little plate of food that has not been touched. Now she does make her food in advance or she would not get any. So she makes her little plate and she sets it to the side. And after we've all finished eating, she will sit down at the table and she will eat the food that she has worked for hours to prepare. As moms, and it's not just for moms, it's all of us today, but especially I want to encourage our moms today that while there are many, many, many important things that we do around the table, I want you to understand and remember and be encouraged this morning that you as a mom also have a seat at the table. When we look at uh, this passage of scripture that I just read from in Luke, there's three things that I see the Lord telling us about coming to the table. Number one, we are invited. He gives an invitation. He gives an invitation to come. Not only does he give an invitation to come to the table, but to belong at the table. And finally, to taste the banquet that has been set out at the table. An invitation to come. Luke 14, 17 says, At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now Ready. He doesn't invite us to come and to do all the work and to do all the prepa- preparation. He says, no, listen, I have a table prepared for you. It is ready. You have an invitation. Will you just come? Come to the table. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30 says this. Come to me, all of you who are weary. Got any weary moms out there this morning? <laughs> come to you, um who have burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon, me, upon you and learn from me, for I am a gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Does anybody need to be reminded this morning that when we come to the table of the Lord, we can rest there? And so I want you to understand this morning that we have been invited to come to the table that is prepared, that is set out for us. And when we come to the table, we bring our burdens. We can come weary and exhausted and we can find rest at the table of the Lord. I I know growing up and really probably even more today, When I go to my mom and dad's house, I walk in the door and the first thing I head for is my mom's table in her kitchen and we sit there and we talk. And when I go to Brenda's house, we grab a Diet Coke and we sit at the table. And it's a sanctuary, it's a place to just, to come and and to rest when you're weary, to talk things out. We also learn from this passage of scripture that we have an invitation to not only come to the table, but an invitation to belong to the family. In Luke 14, 21 through 23, he says, Go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, the servant said, What you ordered has already been done, but there's still room. And so then he says, the master told his servant, go to the roads and the country lanes and compel them to come in so that my house may be full. There is room for you at the table of the Lord. Not only is there room, but there is a specific place that has been prepared for you, that has been set for you. You know, when you go to your mama's house, you belong. You know know where you sit. You know your place at the table. I remember uh, when Dylan first came to live with us and we began to sit down as a family and have meals. We kind of rotated seats for a while. We weren't sure where everybody fit. And then it became very clear where each of us belonged. Because when you sit at the table that the Lord has prepared, you can rest, you can bring your burdens, and you can know without doubt that you belong. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners or strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, also members of his household. I love this passage of scripture. You are not just a guest at the table of the Lord, You are part of his household. You belong. The third thing we see in Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 24 Luke 14, 24 says, Taste the Lord's banquet. So we have an invitation to come, we have an invitation to belong, and we have an invitation to eat. To be fed, to taste. It says, I tell you, not one of those who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. The ones who had the excuses, they refused to come. The Lord had a banquet prepared for them, He had a meal prepared for them. He had something wonderful for them to taste, and they will not taste it because they would not come to the table. But for those of us who come to the table of the Lord, He has something wonderful for us to taste. Think about going to your mom's house. There's always that meal. I love Thanksgiving at my mom's house, but probably my favorite thing to eat at my mom's house are salmon patties. I don't know. It's like my childhood. I, you know, and my, my husband, my kids, they would not eat a salmon patty if I forced them. So I have to go to my mama's house and she cooks me some salmon patties. And we sit at the table and I, and, and I love the taste and the memories that come back and that flood back because at your mom's table, There's something wonderful for you to taste. You know, it's so awesome. Pastor talks oftentimes about the reason that Satan tries so hard to break up the family is because it's within the context of the family, that the father's role and the mother's role coming together, that we see who Jesus Christ is and we see the love that he has for us. So we remember this morning what it is like and we are so thankful for the memories and the things we have learned and we have been taught around our mom's table. But I also this morning want to remind our mothers that you too have a seat at the table. Psalm 34, eight says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I think sometimes we think that we can come to the Lord's table and we might sort of belong there, but what he has for us is just kind of an appetizer. It can't really fill us. It it can't really satisfy us. But Psalm 34a says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who will take refuge in him. So in this story, in this parable, we see that the master reaches out. He invites all of the people to come in and he prepares the table for them but the people that he goes to initially have an excuse. In Luke fourteen eighteen, it says, but they, but they all alike began to make excuses. Some of you are here this morning a little like myself. This is kind of where I was when God began to speak this truth into my own life. we come up with reasons why we can't sit at the table. We begin to think of reasons why and the reality of it is that oftentimes it is Satan who speaks that into our lives, who tries to convince us that we can't come to the table, that we certainly do not belong at the table. And if we do, there is nothing good there for us to taste. But God tells us that we can come and that we do belong and that he has wonderful things for us to taste there. I wanna ask you this morning, are you feasting at the Lord's table or are you making excuses? Because we see both pictures painted in this, in this passage of scripture. We see the people who come And the people who come are not the people who were initially invited, but because they come, because they respond in obedience, the poor, the crippled, the lame, the outcast, the ordinary, because they come, they get to taste and see what the Lord has for them at his table. But the ones who make excuses miss out. We live in a busy world. We have so many things going on. Mom, you have a hundred things a day to keep up with. I understand that. And if you want to come up with excuses, you can. But can I tell you this morning that if you are using excuses to keep you from sitting at the table of the Lord, you are missing out and your family will miss out and your children will miss out because there's only so much we can do in our power and in our strength. And I do not want my children simply raised by me in my own power and strength, but I want my children to be raised by me, filled with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit and for that to happen, I must come and sit and rest and know that I belong and know that there is a seat for me at the table. And see, when you come to the table of the Lord, it impacts the lives of others. When you are not in your seat, when you are not in the role that God created you for, others miss out as well. Because when you come to the Lord's table, you leave there full and you leave there ready to go out and to do the things that God has called and created you to do. I ask you this morning, are you feasting? Are you feasting at the table of the Lord? Or are you making excuses? You have been given an invitation to come, to belong, and to taste and see that the Lord is good. A few Oh, it's been a couple of years ago I was invited I thought, I thought I was invited I I felt like I had been invited To come to an event And when I got there Everyone was seated around tables And so I went to the table That I thought I would be sitting at And there was no seat for me And not only was there no seat for me But it was pretty clear that No seat was going to be made and so I chose to go and sit somewhere else. And I think sometimes there's a quote in, a quote in the world. The world says, um, if there's not a seat for you at the table, bring your own, right? You know, and I think we think that. I think we think that at the table of the Lord, man, we got we to gotta squeeze in. Oh, okay, wait, wait, I'm going to squeeze in right here. Okay, I got my own chair. All right. I, I think I belong here. I won't eat anything. I won't actually, because I, you know, I know there's probably not enough for me here to eat. I'm just going to bring my own chair and kind of squeeze in. And can I tell you, that's where I've been. I've been there. I've been there for a while now. And when, and when Dana spoke those words to me and she said, Selena, Selena, you have a seat. You have a seat at the table. I began to realize I don't have to bring my own seat. I don't have to try to squeeze in. I don't have to sit in the corner because he has called me. He has called me and he has called you. He has invited you to come and to sit and to rest in his promises and to belong and to be used and to taste and see that he is good. I don't know how that speaks to you this morning, but it was life changing for me. And so I wanna, this morning I'm gonna close in a little bit different way, and you always worry because you don't want things to be awkward, but I have a song that, I mean, my children are sick of this song, bless their hearts, they hear it in the car every time we get in there, and, and most of you probably not heard this song, It's called Come to the Table, and it's by Chris Tomlin. And here's what I'm going to do this morning. Here in a few minutes, I'm going to ask you to stand with me, and we're going to listen to this song. The words are going to be on the screen. If you want to sing along, if you want to praise the Lord, if you want this song to be the prayer of your heart, I invite you to sing. If you need to just kind of think quietly about the song, And the words that are coming across the screen you feel free to do that some of you this morning i know i know because i know the lord has spoken this you need to come you need to come to the table this morning you are worn out you are weary you need to come some of you this morning you need to know that you belong some of you this morning are questioning if you even belong here do I belong in this church? Do I belong to this body? Do I belong in this kingdom? Yes, you do. Don't let anyone tell you differently. You belong. You are wanted. Some of you need to come this morning and you need to begin to taste. Man, you're just, all you've ever had is the, the appetizer, or the bread, man. He has a feast for you. I feel that's where I'm at. I feel like I've I've, I've come and I kind of know I belong and and I've been kind of gnawing on the bread. And he's like, Selena, will you eat? Will you feast at my table? I'm gonna pray for us and I'm gonna ask uh, for the song to be played. I'll have you stand and I just just respond this morning, just however the Lord would have you to respond. Father, we love you. We praise you. Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for these people. I thank you for this body in this community at this time. Father, I pray that as a body of believers, that we would make people aware, Father, that they are invited that they are invited to the table of the Lord and they belong at the table of the Lord. They are wanted. There is a place for them. Father, I pray that we would serve them and they would taste and they would see the goodness of Jesus Christ. We love you and we praise you. We ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may stand and worship with me this morning. If you want to come, if the Lord has laid anything on your heart to come and pray, please come and pray. We'll close after the song. I will